This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. We have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience. A little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And help can start right now. Right now. Right now. Here we are. We're less than a week away from election night. Oh my god! You know what I mean? I mean, what a! I mean, I'm white knuckling it. What it's a, it's a crazy time. I mean, regardless of who you're for, not you, Stanger, but I'm saying our listeners, which yeah. I'm assuming our listeners. I can't assume anything, but I'm hoping that everybody out there is at least voting, at least getting their voice heard. That's all we can ask. At the very least, is that. At it's the very just, most, we would say choose the person that is not a monster. Yeah, it's okay. it's your civic duty to yes. vote, and I mean, I don't know, I I don't know, I don't know, I convince anybody or anything. I, I mean, listen, hey, I'll I'll say this: whatever your affiliation is, you have a right to take care of yourself, absolutely, and shape and exercise. So we thank you for being here. We we do, we do, but you know, part of being physically fit and and um and making sure that you are. Um, happy is being in the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. And headspace. We yeah. don't. And you know, again, I'm not gonna. I can't judge anybody. I just, I just want everybody to make sure that their voice is heard. So please, if you haven't yet, go out. You have less than a week right now. Vote. Also, while you're in that kind of mood, why don't you? Subscribe to this podcast if you're not already. If you're just like picking you're it up, things and doing you know, you just clicking, you might as well just subscribe to this. You might as well go to, um, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts and rate and review us, and yeah. you know, and put them five stars down so that we are happy. That's all. Give, a, give us a little five star skis. Give us a little ski skis. You ski, know what I'm ski, saying? Five star skis. Give hey, some ski skis. So okay. Um, couple things for this episode. Sure. Uh, we, w- we want to talk about some of our fitness heroes, our fitspirations, our inspirations. Now this, I want to lay out the groundwork for this, the ground rules. This can be an actual person, a uh, celebrity, um, known entity. Sure. Could be, could be a high school friend, could be uh, an uncle, somebody you grew up with, whatever it is. It's, this is Eugene and me doing this. We're, I'm talking to us right now. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. can weigh in on this too because we're curious about what you guys think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in um, the comments, in the comments of this uh, this episode's um, Instagram post, or if you want to email us or or tag us on Twitter or whatever with with your inspiration, right? Or, or not inspiration, but inspirational person, right? Um, please tell us. Let us know. Uh, now, it can also be a fictional character. Sure. Right? Comic book, a superhero, movie. Tyler, Tyler Durden. Durden. That's a, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Um, it could also be, uh, it could also, oh, so, yeah, so fictional person, actual person, mm-hmm. someone that only you would know, celebrity. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and then we will, we will ultimately get to that. First, Eugene and I have to check in with each other. Sure. We haven't heard a ton about Eugene. We touched on it real briefly last week for Peloton Part 2. If you haven't had a chance, check out that two-parter with Ben Rogers. It's great. The Peloton Don? The Peloton Don. Everything you wanted to know but were afraid to ask about Peloton, we cover. 
Um, so for the but, most part, and I think we covered a pretty yeah. wide range of things. And also, you know, shout out to all of the uh, the Bell Babies out there who are a hashtagging Bell Babies on Peloton, so everybody's linking up, or you know, um, wanting to follow me, Corderoids on Peloton. And I've totally accepted everybody so far. So, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to put my I'm, stuff out there so you can see what I'm doing out there. Um, and I guess your question is, what am I doing? Yeah. So what so what are you doing? You got the new baby. Um, so got been, the new baby was away for, for about five weeks. Since you've been gone. Since I've been gone. I, I, I had five weeks with Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Um, came back, um, and, uh, you know, as soon as I got back, I, you know, I, you know, I have to, I have to lock into family mode again. You got to do your dad duties, do, do my dad duties and try to go without the guilt of, you know, um, finding that time every day to still exercise. And I'll be honest in the last week or 10 days that I've been home, I haven't been able to get to it every single day I've just guilt wise. I, I haven't been able to feel that I'm in the swing of things enough to go like, okay, every day or at least six days, I'm, I'm ready to put an, take an hour out of the day to do this stuff. Yeah, and anytime like you want to be like, you got the kids, I'm training legs. Heavy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't Slam, been doing that. Not at all. Heart. You know, and I, and I have I'm about and, to get fucking spent. And you I got have kids. Oh, I got to train. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd be divorced if I ever spoke like that to anybody. I think. I Just need a spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think a lot of it for me um, was uh, just making sure that I was kind of back into where my role was in the you know in, hey, in the fam, and also and we've also, talked about it. it. It's there. Everybody has an emotional bank account. Sure, you were due to make some deposits in the yeah, family's I, emotional bank account. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and a lot of that too was including me going. Oh, maybe I'll um maybe I'll I'll, I'll work out at like eight p.m. after all the kids are asleep and everything. And I think just because I was away for so long that. Um, motivator for me kind of went out the window. Like that mentality of training at the end of the day yeah. was great in theory, but I've never really been able to do um, in practice really is do that like 8 PM, 9 PM workout. Um, and then, you know, I, I've just never been a, an evening, an evening, um, you know, I think trainer. training it. Tra- the motivation for training at home is fragile anyway. Sure. And, and really testing it by doing like an 8 p.m. I mean, even during, even when like the conditions are optimal, it's still, you still feel a little like, what the hell am I doing? What does this mean? Yeah. You, you put that at 8 p.m. and you're just like, nah, there's a fucking way I'm going to strap, strap it up and get underneath a barbell. At, and I know. know there are people out there who love training at night. Just something about that evening workout. Or maybe they're just used to vampires. You know, vampires love. They, well, they, they, you know, they to. they bang it out at like two a.m. Yeah, usually they have no choice. They 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 or they or they work out at around you know eight or nine fasted, obviously because they just yeah. woke up. Yeah, getting it in and then going out there and killing a bunch of people for their blood. Yeah, one, I mean, two, three, four, yeah. five, 
six repetitions. You know what though? That, that's a good rep scheme. Like then it's nice and slow counting. Yeah. You know they're getting it all in and out. Um, but uh, I will say that that my check in has been. I mean, I'm waiting on this bike. Yeah. Um, but uh, which will help. But like, I do like that I have my weights in in the garage and. I've moved them around a little bit, but I've still kind of focused on kind of body weight stuff and and just and and working out uh, using that app, that Peloton app, as much as I can. Just because I, I was just curious of, you know, how it was and how it made me feel. Yeah, um, explore, explore it a little bit. Um, I will say one of the workouts I did today was like a, a strength workout because I'm like, oh, I mean, Ben Rogers said it really doesn't they don't hit it that hard or that heavy. And I'm like, well, not with the huge rust, but you can, you can go heavy. I mean, there's, yeah. there's some of these strength workouts where they're like, grab a pair, heavy pair of dumbbells and they're, you know, they're prescribed as anywhere from like 35 to higher probably. And you're doing a bunch of movements that are going to get heavy with 35 pounds. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're really focused on form, you're, you're, you can build muscle that way. I really do think cool. that, some of the stuff that they've got, and I'm talking about stuff that has been programmed within the last two weeks, cool. like newer things where it's just like an October 20th workout. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they made some adjustments. Maybe they did. Of, yeah, yeah. They're having more people request that of them. Sure. Or they listen to our podcast. Um, but, you know, I, I, but I did do a strength workout today with um, dumbbells. I forgot who the teacher was, but he, he was doing a Halloween workout and oh, he was cool. dressed out as Fred from, um, from the, uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh yeah. With the little ascot or with the, the ascot neckerchief. And he kind got it like with masks now. That's kind of, you know, makes yeah. sense. But, uh, how, how was it bad? It was probably the worst workout I've ever had on, uh, on that oh, app. No, no. He tried to add this thing. Anybody who has the app, look it up. It's it was from I think the twenty sixth, ten twenty sixth. I can't remember where the teacher is. I'm gonna actually look it up right now, because I, I I don't I don't want to fool anybody. Um, it was uh, Andy Spear, Andy Spears Halloween full body strength. He acted as though somebody took his dumbbell, <laughs> and then oh, he was looking like for Scooby Doo mystery. Scooby Doo mystery. Nothing got solved. It was it was really horribly done, and the workout itself was um suffered suffered yeah. it, it just felt kind of all over the place where i feel like they're so locked in most of the time that that was it, it was upsetting actually to me so i did i did a themed ride kendra tool i didn't mention her that i don't know if i did on the Peloton, no you didn't I, I do like her she teaches really hard classes um, what, what what makes them hard? Just uh, they're just I, it's she just fucking it, it's it, so I think everybody else maybe has programs with the possibility that you could do what they're saying. Some of hers are like it's impossible, like there's no way. But of course, my really? brain like I'm gonna try it, you know. Sure, it's like ah, like falling off the bike trying to you know pedal a hundred RPMs at eighty, you know, uh. 80 or 100 cadence at like 80 resistance or whatever. Wow. But anyway, she did this ride called Movie Buff and it's 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 going to be a weekly or a monthly thing. That sounds make, like it's right up your alley. It is. And I make a lot of jokes about uh Movie Buff people being movie buffs on um the Action Boys podcast, but anyway, she does like scores of movies and then so I I didn't know 
And it just doesn't quite work because it's like, she'll play, it'll play like uh, the score from like The Shining. And she'll be like, okay, now we're, we're pedaling along and wait, it's like a, we're in Colorado. Oh, and no. uh, this is like a, no, no. A, a neat hotel. It's an, oh, the Overlook Hotel. Who's that guy? Oh, hi, Jack. Hi, how are you? And then look, there's his son, Danny. And like, she kind of like paints the scene and then he's like, we got to pedal to get out of the hotel. And then like, <laughs> you like pedal to get out of the hotel and shit. And like, nothing really changes in the ride. Like it just, it's just <laughs> them and the, the spin studio, you know, the, the thing. And it just is like, Oh no. And she like everything she like acts out and it just doesn't quite work. I think the stronger move would maybe be a second or two of that. Maybe a, you do a quote from the movie and then maybe give some movie trivia. Like, Hey, this is a Stanley Kubrick movie. You know, sometimes they do that for listening. Like this is by a band called arcade fire and arcade fire formed in this time, you know, like they can sure. give you a little info that way. That might be the way to go as opposed to <laughs> acting it out. Cause by the end she was like the monster. She was like, and like in a horror movie, the monster's been a friend the whole time. I'm the bad guy. And she's like, get away from me. You got to get away from me. And then she was like scratching at the camera. Oh, she's, she was going for it, but it just didn't, it, it didn't work. Was that the first, this is the first of the movie themed rides. Uh, yeah. I don't, it might be the last. I don't, we'll have to see what the feedback is. on. Well, yeah. Well, who that. knows? Maybe, maybe she's just working it out. She's Figuring it's it getting, out. Yeah. It's getting its legs. <laughs> yeah. But boy, that sounds rugged. I mean, there's got to, I bet you they've deleted a bunch of rides on there that have not lived up. Didn't work later, bro. Yeah. They didn't live up to, you know, that, that, uh, Billie Eilish workout maybe was too slow or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, but you know, still a blast. When the party's over, when is this ride over? Yeah. Serious. Ooh. Um, I, w- I wonder if they don't, just don't have enough, um, clearance on drake songs to do a bunch like a drake ride or something because i would ride i'd ride to that all day oh dude that's the best workout just like cheap pop like that is fucking great and it's got a little more teeth to it than just the rate you know the top 40 radio stuff yeah yeah i love he's got so many hits you know so many crushes it yeah i'm i'm surprised that there hasn't been that now that i now that i was you know made aware of the fact that, you know, they have a regular list. I think there's, I think that, yeah, they're constantly trying to unlock and uh, add more to their catalog and their licensing, you know, what they're able to play. And they have a lot. They probably the most of any service like this, I would say, because sure. it's, it's a lot of good music, but they definitely have their limitations. I think, I assume. Yeah. Uh, Oh, real quick. Well, I was thinking about the count from the Muppets. Oh, good. From Sesame Street, rather. Sure. Would the count be a good workout partner because he's giving you a good count? Or do you just need something separate from that sometimes? I think like, every, I mean, I, give me something different besides the count. I think I'd need everything every once in a while. I think Cookie Monster would make a great workout partner. Yeah. A little bit crazy. Really, when he's into it, it's like that pre-workout's really hit him hard. And then he's hitting them carbs afterwards. But... He's not even swallowing those cookies, just tasting them, spitting them out. <laughs> yeah. So he's just really kind of going for it, you know? He's never he, ingesting them, yeah. And he's wild. He's wild. He's, yeah. he's wild. Now, what starts with the letter C? <laughs> Cookie starts with C. So he'd just be doing cleans. He'd just be yeah. doing cleans and... Cleans. Let yeah. See. yeah. That's it. Um, uh, yeah, Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Just all chest Heavy workouts and, and cleans. <laughs> Even though he's pretty flabby around there, like yeah. his arms, his hands are strong, but then he's real loose, loose real, skin. Real, real flabby, but he's always doing like like declines and stuff. And you're like, what is it? Who's this? Why? <laughs> Weighted dips and stuff, and he never changes, you know? <laughs> Why is this guy doing decline flies? Yeah, dude, I don't think you need to be doing, you know, cable flies <laughs> He's for trying, two and a half hours. With <laughs> fucking no definition. He's trying to get his bottoms. He's trying to get the bottoms of those. Uh, trying to round them out, bro. <laughs> decline, decline flies. <laughs> What's this guy doing? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Cookie monster. Oh, shit. Who else? Yeah, I don't know who else of the... Sesame Street clan would actually be Bert and Ernie probably good because you you know it'd be like two people to train with at once. Yeah, good accountability. Good accountability, but they'd be at each other's throats, you know. Yeah, Big Bird too chill. Too chill. Snuffleupagus too chill. Or not even there. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Took him a while. No guarantees. You know, took him a while to even show up <laughs> for everybody else. Yeah. Um. But speaking of that imaginary friend or that person that would. Yeah. You know, be your um, your. I don't know, uh, inspiration or someone just, you're chasing. Yeah, is there aspiring to? Did you have a chase person in high school? I I'll be honest. I I you know I I didn't play too much sports in high school. I played soccer. Um, and I was on the JV squad and stuff. And so I I can tell you that there was a lot of people on that varsity squad that I hated. Because yeah. they just kind of gave that vibe of, you know, um, of being on varsity and, and better than everybody else. So I never had that, like, positive role model in in sports as a child that wasn't like, you know, the Detroit Pistons, you know, teams from then of, like, Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars and Bill Lambeer and Rick Mahorn and Vinny the Microwave Johnson and shit. You know, those are my dudes. You know, those well, that, are the guys that, that yeah. And then I, you know, of course, Jordan and Pippen, and like that was a huge thing. But like, yeah. Uh, so interesting. You know, as far as like, I was uh like a chunky kid, big kid, but chunky, and I just wanted I wanted to be ripped so bad, and mm-hmm. like I would see you know, especially like junior high, seventh eighth grade, high, freshman high school. I would see guys that just genetically had it or matured faster. I'd be so fucking jealous because they'd have abs and stuff. And like, I, I wasn't even close. I mean, I wasn't even orbiting that at all. Sure. Yeah. So I would just be like, fuck and just do sit ups. So there's definitely some guys, you know, that I knew growing up, growing up that had fucking abs and shit that I would be so jealous of. And that was, you know, a motivator to where I would try to, you know, do sit ups and work out harder and see if I could, you know, achieve that. And I was even thinking like, did, did, um, Schwarzenegger, was he like a big motivator? I loved him and, and, and love him and definitely appreciated how great his physique looked, but it was so just so like unattainable. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think like, Oh, I'll do what Arnold does and look like him. I never even fucking thought about that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even there. It wasn't even in my fucking consciousness that that was like a possibility of how you can make your body look, you know? Sure. I mean, they looked like superheroes. I was, I was such a big wrestling fan as a kid, 
more than I was like a basketball fan or anything. And those guys just look like superheroes. So it was yeah. just like that type of body. You just didn't feel like any. And, and they looked, you know, if you really looked at them, you would think because they were performing so often, it wasn't like everybody was ripped, ripped. Everybody was just like in shape because they had to yeah. perform 365 days a year. You know who had the best physique? What one of the Ultimate Warriors? They always, uh, yeah. How many I'll, were there? A couple of those guys. Yeah. They were all pretty lean. Carrie Von Erich. Yep. So yeah. uh, like the Texas Tornado and and um, and the uh, the Ultimate Warrior was definitely Ravishing Rick Rude. Huge. Yeah. Like just ripped. And then uh, there was just a bunch of weight. Macho lifting. Man was pretty ripped. Too. Macho Man was ripped, but there I was never a, loved the way he looked. But he was ripped. Yeah, he didn't have. Well, that's the funny thing is like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was ripped, but he was ripped from before when he was a bodybuilder, right? And you saw him as a bodybuilder, and you're like, "Holy shit!" And then you see him as a wrestler, and it's like, "Oh, because he had to perform day in and day out." And they were also drinking a bunch of alcohol, and they were like, you know, just on painkillers and like making everything work out. That like, yeah, but they would still look like monsters. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there were guys like Rick Rude who uh, who just ripped the whole. You know, yeah, good genetics, probably good genetics. Not to not to diminish any of the work that he put into it. Sure, sure there was a but there was guys like you know Rick Flair that you're like, how are you in this business? (laughs) And Mick Foley, and you know, like, and those and the Bushwhackers and stuff that you're just like, oh, they just are good workers, you know. Yeah. And even if you looked at The Rock when he was a wrestler, he wasn't what he is now. Nah, he's pretty smooth. Yeah. Smooth, yeah. He so so okay. Uh, I mean, he looked like a football player, and he was a football player. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so growing up, you know, and then uh, you know, getting into high school, um, I started look reading like those fitness RX magazines. Sure. And you know, so like Owen McKibben, like I knew some fitness model guys, and it was always I always admired those guys' physiques more than uh than like the crazy bodybuilder Mr. Olympia types, you know, Jay Cutler and. Ronnie yeah. Coleman. Like I love those guys and I, I, they're personal. Loved seeing all of the veins and stuff, but you yeah. would not think that that's, was, I, yeah. And I didn't inspire to look like that either. You know? Sure. In, yeah. Mike O'Hearn was another guy. He's still around. I, and like I actually became friends with him when I moved out to LA, he worked out at Gold's Gym in Venice. Like I'd see all these guys and became buddies with them. But, um, and then I, like, there was a lot of basketball players too where I would like cut their arm, you know, like, uh, with like great delts and stuff, you know, like this crazy, you know, it's just, I, I felt like I was maybe chasing genetic ideals more uh, than what you could really do with what, you, you know, you what had, yeah. what you were, the card that you were dealt, you know? Sure. Yeah. What about you getting older? What, it was there somebody you looked at like, Oh, that, that's the waist. That's the, uh, that's um, the bicep. You know, I don't know. I I feel like it was still kind of, well, it's still it still seemed pretty unattainable, yeah. I think, for a long part of my life. Even as like an adult, getting through college and everything, I just I you know I was I was I was a bigger guy for a while, while. So it was just one of those things where you just look at people and be like, into your thirties, yeah. So you yeah. just look at people and you just be like, oh, they're just you know, uh, these are just people that are in shape, and I'm not in shape, and people that are you know physically fit, and I would never. I was I was never fully trying to 
aspire to be anybody because I just felt like I would never be able to get there. Even things that were like attainable, it would just be kind of like, you know, buddies of mine where I'm just like, oh yeah, well, I'll just try to get down to where they are. Yeah. And then that's what it was for a while of like, oh, I wish I could be built genetically like somebody that was not built like me, you know? Right, right. And I think that's a lot of it for a long time that it wasn't even in there. And then I think, you know, getting older, I, I wasn't watching wrestling, but I did get into UFC and I did get into mixed martial arts and the way that those guys, you know, had to cut weight in the same way that like, you know, um, a boxer would have to, of course, you know, I, I guess in a way I, I did have times where I, you know, was wish I had like Mike Tyson's build. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know, because he was around my height and honestly he was fighting at my weight, but I was, you know, 220 pounds of, you know, <laughs> of not what Mike Tyson looks at at 220 pounds. You know yeah. what I mean? What a freak, man. Yeah. yeah. Like when he, in his prime, man, he's like so solid and just looks so athletic. And uh, he was a heavyweight. Yeah. He was like five, eight and a heavyweight. Yeah. Unbelievable. On paper, I think he was, they, they, they put it's him five as nine. A five, five, nine or ten. five, ten. Yeah. But he in real life is five, eight. Wow. You know, he was like, like legs and shoulders, you know, he was a, mo- he's a monster. Yeah. 220 to be built like that. And like, it was crazy. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that was even fudged. Maybe he was like 210 and he was just fighting at heavyweight anyway. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. Good question. I, I don't know. I think I feel like he would have said it by now. I mean, he said, you know, if he was fucking around with his weight, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, Tyler Durden. So for those of you who don't know, that's Brad Pitt's character in Fight Club. Yeah. And. That was a real, there was a real demarcation uh, for me with that when that came out. Um, <laughs> this is so crazy. I'm sure there's like girls listening to this that are just like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, we'll bring it all around. We'll talk about some women too. But I, I'm being, I'm being honest here. So for a long time, I, I, I exercised and I thought about getting bit, you know, size and being buff. Sure. Thinking about like, oh, make my muscles big. And, you know, that was some kind of, uh, masculinity, like a desirable level of masculinity, you know, Stallone, that kind of thing. And yeah. then when that movie came out and I saw how lean he was in that, I really um, tried to get there. Like I, I try, like I would think about it, like Brad Pitt fight club and you hear like guys say that was like that guy's ideal for like a long time. Guys would say like, that's the ideal physique would be Brad Pitt fight club. And like the, I mean, he's just crazy thin. I think it looks good on camera. It's probably too thin. Sure. In never, real I've life. never seen yeah. him that thin before he did it. It was unique to that movie. So then that started this whole thing to where I actually tried to actively lose muscle. Like I became less interested in in size or strength and more kind of chasing that lean ideal. Wow. Um, you know, and that's, I feel like that's still kind of in me a little bit, you know, I'm obviously have a healthier approach to it now, but still focused on the lean ideal rather than getting yeah, bigger dead performance. Um, cause I kind of, I felt like I scratched all my performance issues, uh, itches with playing sports, you know, yeah. once yeah. that was done, I didn't feel like I had anything to prove there. Um, so it was more just about, that kind of, you know, and out, you know, I think outside in for fitness is always can be a little dangerous. 
I think if it motivates you to start, it's great. And then hopefully, and I feel like this has happened in my case, you start to recognize the internal benefits and that's kind of what keeps you going, you know, like, oh, sure. I, feel, I feel so great when I'm doing this as opposed to, I purely just want to look like this, you know, and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll brutalize myself to get there, you know, or, or never get there because it's, you know, I don't have genetics and I don't have Hollywood on my side making it look lit perfect, you know. And that's the thing I think, you know, a lot of the time it's, it's still hard to kind of find that healthy balance of that because it is, you know, us going into Halloween and the holiday season and stuff where people pack on a little bit more of these LBs and then, you know, for whatever reason, clothes, well, not for whatever reason, but clothes fit a little bit different and it's hard not to get depressed and not feel motivated after all the hard work that you did, you know? Yeah. So it's like making sure that it's inside out that you're focused on rather than like, oh, now that my pants aren't fitting, I feel horrible inside. It's like, no, like, you know what the work is on the inside that will get your outside looking better again. So, yeah. you know, trying to find it positively rather than negatively is just really tough. What, what do you think? So you're in this, you're in a cool place in your life and career to where you're, um, you're getting some opportunities, you're showing up in things and, you know, you look at somebody like a Chris Pratt or a Kumail uh, Nanjiani recently who have made like, who have had the kind of time resources and motivation for a big project to do a crazy, you know, training. Is that something you're, you're kind of trying to manifest or wanting to do? I mean, would you be interested in doing something like that? I mean, I, I mean, I'd be interested if the, if it was an awesome, cool part. To yeah. Do. I mean, as, yeah. Um, but it's gotta be the right. Yeah. Not but a, I, not a I, Mentos commercial. You yeah. Know, like, I don't know if I'm like, in the mentality where they're like, all right, for this thing, you need to work with one of our trainers for six months. I mean, my the reason I would do it is because I love the challenge of that. Yeah. I don't think I'm seeking it out and hoping. You're not like, oh, I hope that happens. Well, you did some cool stuff with Kong. Like you changed, you adjusted your workouts and yeah. train, you know, trying but, to get more 70s build. But that was all, you know, self that was no, your own thing. That was my own thing. You know, like there were trainers within there, but nobody necessarily was, you know, focused on me to be, you know, to be just kind of whatever that 70s kind of thicker, you yeah. know, thicker, high-waisted man workout was. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and in the same way that like right before Tacoma starts, I, you know, I try to get kind of in, you know, fire... Function. Functional shape. Functional firefighter shape, yeah. Yeah. Where it looks like I would be able to jump out, you know, even if even though we're just joking around that I'd be able to jump up and, you know, h handle myself. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. Run up a house, burning house, take a door off its hinges, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And also just like, you know, to a certain extent, because it is still, we are still playing firemen. We're not Station 19 or whatever that show is or Chicago Fire or whatever. So it's not like we're supermodels but at the same time you know it's i'm still a lead of a show so i i, I do i don't want to you know just yeah. kind of and and the the main part of my character nothing of my character is anything about being fit or unfit so i yeah. might as well be fit so i can make it through our days and weeks yeah it just makes me feel better you know yeah totally um and that's again inside to out like i feel like my outside feels better when i know that my, 
I have the energy to get through the day because I'm taking care of myself, you know, Um, which will be crazier when we, you know, when we start, you know, in December here and uh, nobody wants to hear your boring, healthy, mentally grounded approach to this. Sure. Exactly. They want you to dish on. They want you to talk about. Yeah. They want me to be still totally chasing the rock. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's there's times where I do, you know, wish there have been moments where I've wished like, oh, man, just for life wise, I would love to have somebody be my trainer for eight months to get me ready to play Venom or whatever, you know, like yeah, that would dude. be cool, Hell you know? Yeah, dude. Um, but, Hell yeah, dude. but I feel like that was also, I, it was a different time in my life. Now that I have kids and stuff, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I could commit to that or, you know, I have the, the space in my life to get there. Yeah. And also you've done a lot with your body. I mean, it's kind of like I, you want the acting challenge now, you know? It's sure. Like, yeah. What can I do artistically? I've done a lot with my body already. You know, what's, what's the next artistic plane or that I can get to. This episode is brought to you by magic spoon. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Those are the days of the week, right? And every morning, you want to have a little bit of breakfast, sometimes, or you want to have a little late-night snack, and you usually want it to be some kind of... I mean, if it's late night or early morning, for some reason, you're really craving them sugars, huh? Yeah, I think... uh you know, it was an effort to get us to eat breakfast as a kid. You know, you're adding, you're adding sugar to cereal. Yeah. And the cereal companies kind of got wise to it. And they're like, let's just straight up make sugary cereal and market it to kids. And guess what? It worked. Oh, I man, like it that worked. stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Of, there's the sweetness. There's the crunch. There's the texture. There's the fun. There's the thrill of it. Yeah. But, you know, you hit a certain age. <laughs> you just can't do it. Even for kids, it's not even good. It's just oh, not yeah. a good thing. It's not good having that junk early in the morning. It just it's, ain't. It's not good when your your um, milk tastes like dessert. Nah, dude. Yeah, After you're, you're done, you still want to drink the milk because you're just like, this is even sweet. Ye's in trouble. Ye's but, in trouble. Ye's in trouble. But we's don't have to be in trouble anymore. No, no. We're uh, we're back on board. We're back having cereal i'm doing little baggies of this cereal because it's 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 magic spoon cereal let me tell you guys about this zero sugar yes 11 grams of protein yes and only three net carbs or three net grams of carbs in each serving yeah that's it plus there are four great flavors there's cocoa there's fruity there's frosted there's blueberry i'm a cocoa guy i'm also a little bit of a fruity guy i'm a blueberry boy we knew it. it it it's it's talked about, it's written about, it's been yes. broadcasted about. This podcaster was shocked to learn how much he would love the blueberry magic cereal varietal. Absolutely. Magic Spoon rocked it out with the blueberry for Stanger. And you know what? It tastes amazing for anybody. So honestly, it feels like it's too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So you know what? We know we have our favorites. We want you to have your favorite. Yeah. And also, I took a look at the ingredients. Sometimes you'll get this, you know, we we said earlier, too good to be true. They'll, They'll throw this stuff at you. 
you can recognize all the ingredients. It's way pro. I mean, they keep it simple and yeah. they somehow made it delicious. I don't know what wizards, I guess that's why it's called magic spoon. Yeah. And you know what? Magic spoon doing. themselves are so confident in their product that they're backing it with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. If you're not happy with it for any reason, you don't like it. They'll return your money. Yep. They'll refund you. No questions asked. I mean, Refund. we'll Refund. have questions for you, like why are you not enjoying this delicious cereal? But hey, that's not on us. That's on one. Magic Spoon. I got one for him. Yeah. How does it feel to be a damn fool? You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. don't be a fool. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells, grab a variety pack, and try it today. And to be and make sure that you use the promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. That again is magicspoon.com slash dumbbells, grabbing that variety pick, and then you're getting that free shipping if you use the promo code dumbbells. It's that I mean, easy. It's Eugene, if somebody wrote you a letter and said, hey, send me some delicious cereal and I mm-hmm. want you to get it to me for no cost. Would you do it? Well, yeah. But first of all, I'm like, you're sending a letter. So that took a couple of days. Send me an email so I can get it today. And the way I get it today is going to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and using the code dumbbells for free shipping. You know what you I think- mean? We, I, knew, I know what you mean, and I want to tell everybody that we thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, you mentioned The Rock. So The Rock, I, I guess, just recently has become the most followed person on Instagram. Really? Is. He passed up Kendall Jenner, uh, or no, Kylie Jenner. Kylie. That's crazy. After yeah. he, I thought he would lost a bunch of followers after the whole... Uh, Kamala Harris thing. I, I don't think so. I don't think But I so. guess I, he, he boosted him up, which is maybe a sign yeah, of sign. the time. But also, you know, maybe it's it's post-COVID. Like, you know, he gets COVID, everybody starts following him too to see <laughs> how he recovers. And the way he recovers is by working out with chains around his neck to the point where he cuts his own eyebrow and then licks his own blood. It looks his own blood. And people freaked out by it. People were people, freaked out. It was crazy. I was a little freaked out by it. I learned it. I don't know why out. he had to taste it. I don't know why that was funny at the end of his video. He's a crazy son bitch. I do like uh, so he so obviously the he's a corporate machine. He's oh, yeah. incredibly successful. And so I guess the reason I saw this is because he's making over a million dollars a branded post, if he does a branded post. Really? Yeah, he's. I think he's selling mostly just his own shit. But yeah, Terramana, baby. Yeah, Terramana and, Terra um, and uh, some some Under, uh, Under Armour. Yeah, but if Rock he Under were Armor. to, yeah, if he were to like, you know, talk about Nabisco Golden Oreos, he could make a million dollars. Whoa! I mean, they have like this whole pay scale of all these people that are like the highest, and so I think that they're what's compelling about him. Is it still to me like licking your own blood and stuff? Doesn't feel like there's a lot of handlers involved saying like, "Hey, that you know would be a good idea is if you if you, show, <laughs> if you do this." I feel like there's just him out there kind of figuring it out. I think he's definitely got some help and stuff, but a lot of it's just him doing shit, and he still swears on there and stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's a huge motivator for me. He's definitely like he's definitely kind of you know, exceeded again, we're getting into like the abstract, like that kind of Schwarzenegger to where it's just like, yeah. okay, now this is impossible, but. Oh yeah. He's, cool he's to gotten to the impossible. I mean, and also when he inspired me the most is when he would show his early workouts on Instagram 
where he wasn't as huge as he is now. He was still humongous. He was still Fast and Furious big where he's ripping out of a cast. But he was doing the workouts where he was doing shrugs, and he yells at a gym because it's not his his iron paradise. It was like at an actual gym. And he goes, hey, focus. And then he smirks at the camera. Yeah. Like that old post got me like, oh, this guy's legit, you know, and fun. And, you know, I, I feel like he's surpassed that and he's now just a media machine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's I'm looking for that next person that is going to, you know, inspire me in that way. Um, do you follow Jean-Claude Van Damme? On? I don't. He's real weird, but but funny. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, going back to kind of heights. He was one that kind of inspired me. Oh, sure. And, you know, I'd, Loved like the level of leanness. He made me want to like learn how to do the splits and stuff. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Bruce Lee made you want to be, you know, real lean. Bruce but Lee, he looked- man as a man is a huge motivator too, just because he was like one of the first people I read about that was a fitness nut, like a freak about yeah working out and diet. Whereas the other people just kind of showed up and they were in shape, but he was like, wow, this guy, it's just part of his identity is, you know. T- paying this level of care to his body and taking care of himself, you know, body's a temple and all that kind of shit. Yeah. It was crazy. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I try to think back to moments that like, cause I think about all these people that inspired me or that I looked up to, like including Bruce Lee and, and, and Van Damme and blood watching blood sport and all of that stuff. And, you know, and watching so much wrestling as a kid and I don't know what, why I had such a trigger for me that made it seem like that was just not part of my life. I don't know if yeah. I was scared of it or whatever, but there, there was definitely a block there because I remember playing soccer my freshman year of, of high school and I was, I was a big kid growing up. And then that freshman year I lost some weight because I was playing soccer so much and it was more competitive than, you know, grade school. So, I I dropped a bunch of weight and then then that next that whole school year I might have inched my way back to getting all of that weight put back on based on my bad eating habits and playing video games or whatever and then by that summer I was just like an indoor kid again like you know um just playing video games maybe riding my bike a bunch but like nothing crazy what video games oh um just like Sega Genesis, like, you know, um, Sega! <laughs> some, some like anything from Sonic, but like more like sports <laughs> games. I was playing a lot of football and basketball, like NBA. Joe Montana football. Joe Montana football. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. I was doing it. Madden. Yeah, the, yeah, the Madden. Was Madden on Sega? Madden was. Sega? I think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been. It has to start somewhere. But, uh, you know, so, so I, I did that. So then my sophomore year of high school, I tried to play soccer again and I got hurt because I was just so out of shape and just, you know, that's what I had the ACL injury. Oh shit. Because I was just like, I went from zero to a hundred thinking that I could just start back up again. And that's where it like popped for me. And then it just felt like it was unattainable for a while. And then buddies of mine, when I was like later in like my junior and senior year, were like into lifting weights and, I was going to the gym with them and it was fun. The idea of it was fun, but I never saw any results because I was still kind of eating like garbage. So I just, it never felt like it was a thing for me. Yeah. And it kept on like yo-yoing in that way where 
I think I yo-yoed because I just never, my, my, my head was never in it. Yeah. Ever. And it was like not until, you know, well into my late, you know, adulthood in my 30s to actually go, this takes time and effort. And I, I don't know, it's just so crazy because everybody that we bring up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember looking at them and going like, this is awesome. I wish I could be like them. But it just felt like everything felt like pipe dreamy to me. Yeah. yeah. Nothing seemed attainable, you know? Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Did you ever, like as a kid, did you do drawings of like buff dudes? Did you ever do like a... All I did was draw comics. Of, yeah, okay. I did a lot well, of comics. Look at those like comic books, you know? Everybody's Dude. like eight packs and abs and shit. And I, would ab- I was able to draw Wolverine like crazy. Yeah. I remember drawing Wolverine and those X-Men so much. Did you like Wolverine because he was a smaller dude? Yeah, I liked Wolverine because yeah. he was a smaller dude. And I liked the fact that he had like wolf teeth. Well, yeah, yeah. you know he's, he a the, li- he's a little guy. I mean, because w- Hugh Jackman's tall, but the real Wolverine in the comic is shorter, right? I know he's, he's like, like Wolverine. He's like five foot tall. Yeah. yeah, he's like a little bit more hobbity, and I wish yeah. they made him out to be like that more. I uh, went with big, tall Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice and tall. A towering six foot three is Wolverine. His um <laughs> his stunt double was also six foot four. Wolvies, yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman's, yeah, yeah, Hugh Dan, Dan, shout out to Dan Stevens because he was also um, Thor's um, stunt double, and he wow. was also in Kong, and for a couple of shots was my stunt double, and I was like, no way, <laughs> Australian guy, yeah, was he really? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, oh, that- uh, I don't think so. No, no, Daniel Stevens. I think he was. I think he's American dude. Cool. Uh. Yeah, Jackman. That you know, Jackman was another. I mean, all these guys. You know, there. That was like a newer thing because it was like, with the exception of Schwarzenegger and Stallone, there weren't a lot of people that were like in crazy good shape in movies or like would really do these physical transformations. De Niro would do it in these kind of prestige movies. You think of sure. like Raging Bull and that kind of stuff. But Stallone was a huge motivator for me because I saw how hard he worked at it. Yeah, he really changed because you saw him. You see him in like the first Rocky and he's pretty soft. Yeah. Playing the heavyweight, even in Rocky, Two, But by the time Rocky three comes out, he'd found Mexico at that point. Sure. (laughs) Gotten on some juice and he's working out with Franco Colombo, who trained him for Rambo two and Rocky three. And I mean, he's fucked Mm. completely transformed, completely transformed. And then never really looked back after that. He's always like a crazy lean guy. Sometimes too, too lean, you know? Um, but I, I, he was a motivator for me and an inspiration for sure, because I saw the work that he put into it. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't seem effortless. Um, you know, one of the modern guys that kind of is in that category, but people, it's, it's just kind of like under the radar is like a Jason Statham. Oh yeah. Where he's just lean and he probably just has a good diet and a good, good workout regimen, but doesn't go crazy. And he also will get out of shape a little bit sometimes. He will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See him on the beach and you're like, oh, wow, he's a normal guy. And then like, but, you know, Mechanic 4 comes around. Sure. Or the dri- or what was that movie he did where he's a driver? Um, um, uh, the Transporter. Transporter comes around. Yeah, yeah. Transporter comes around. Then, you know what yeah. I mean? Look how lean I am. Do you know he's, what I mean? He's so good. He was yeah. so good in Snatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. He's great in that. He was great in that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just things have changed now. Now you can be built and you can be muscular or lean and and you you can be in good shape and be a comedian now. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody's fucking. Everybody's ripped. everybody's getting. Fit. You play John in the live action Garfield, and that guy's fucking ripped. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Garfield is ripped. No. Garfield's fucking ripped. Everybody's CGI'd, but it's still ripped. Odie, ripped. Odie just ripped. Fucking yeah. whatever the Herbert. <laughs> Herbert. Nurbert, right? Oh, Nurbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shredded to the bone. To All of them doing, just fucking. Yeah. Just, doing, but I would love it if they were all shredded, but then John was just thick, like just a <laughs> thick, thick, thick man. Here, so what is what is the thing that's keeping everybody in shape in this in the older age now? Though I mean, because the the Rock is at this point where he's he's got to be pushing close to fifty, right, or late late forties. Let's see what. Let's all look him up. Uh, we're gonna look up Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But he, I've never seen him as big as he is now. So yeah. what are we talking? Are we? I mean, are we honestly just talking juice at this point, or is he on other things? I, I mean, I think juice for sure, but Gotta whatever be, right? he's on is the right stuff because his face never looks weird to me. Really? The way he <laughs> bled in that video didn't look like <laughs> real blood. No, you're right. But, I mean, he doesn't look like a Cro-Magnum face or anything. He looks a little Rogan-y, though. Yeah. He's 48. 48. But he looks yeah. a little Joe Rogan-y to me. Like he's on some growth hormone? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. There's some you know, there's some people like Mickey Rourke, you know, you could tell like really did like a hardcore couple of cycles or something. Talk about the mass Singers, um, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> was he in the he, mass Singer? He was this season. Was first he? Ep- Yeah, first episode. If you, if you haven't seen it, you got to look it up. It's pretty phenomenal because he he shows up as this like goblin, and he just takes the mask off himself at the end. He's just like I'm over it. <laughs> one how episode, he, one episode do, in, how horrible, was horrible. Was bad. <laughs> All of it was bad. And then he you know he takes the mask off and he's supposed to sing it again with the mask off and everybody's like, ladies and gentlemen, Mickey Rourke. He starts singing it. He doesn't know any of the words that time either. I'm like, what's going on? He's I, I don't I don't know what he was promoting or if he just needed the money, but. It was rugged. Oh no! It was. What song was sad. he supposed to do? I can't even remember what it was. It was like some easy, you know. It was a layup. It was God a layup. Damn. God it was damn. like Sweet Caroline or something, you know. Yeah, Randy the Ram. It was rough. It felt like Randy the Ram. It felt yeah. like <laughs> when he dies at the end of the wrestler. <laughs> that movie was so great. Oh, dude, he's amazing in that. It, he's amazing. When he's in, in the right thing, it works. Mass Singer, you know, maybe not, but uh, yeah, Iron wrestler, Man, horrible. No, yeah, <laughs> as the Russian guy in that, yeah, Whiplash, oh, Whiplash, bad, real bad. I can't even remember that part too. Oh man, buddy, it's Sucks. so bad. It's but so bad. Sucks. Um, but yeah, I I feel like there's just um, there's something to these older guys. I guess it's. Human growth hormone? Is it HGH? Is I mean, there's so, yeah, there's a lot to that. And we're, I guess we can tease a little bit. We have uh, coming up, John Gabris will be joining us on the show soon. And we're going to talk about some longevity stuff. And I'm sure we'll kind of get into that. Um, we're going to talk about more what you can do naturally and, you know, healthy things to kind of to increase and add years to your life in a positive way. But I think, you know, as far as some of these guys that are real kind of freakily staying young, 
there's got to be some dosage of growth hormone happening. Um, you, you know, and one of those things, it's one of those things too, where if you, I guess if you're able to hormonally stay within the normal high range, um, when those are technically should be dropping with age, yes, you can, you know, you can maintain more muscle mass. You can keep your body fat down. Um, they, they say that like growth hormone can do some positive things for your skin. I don't know. You know, it's not, it's not as widely tested as, uh, as anti-aging as it is for other things. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, the instances of abuse are really high. People just overdo it and then funky shit starts happening. Sure. But there's gotta be something like that going on. You know, and a lot of the, what that allows you to do too, is if you do the right kind of cycle of the, of hormones is they allow you to keep training at a way that you could when you were young. You know, you right. get older and you don't recover as fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you, you, you know, the workouts can't be as vigorous or as hard. And so you drop off in that respect too. So just being able to kind of turn back the clock as far as recovery time, yeah. I think is really beneficial for these guys. Cause a lot of these guys look better now body wise than they did when they were younger. The that's what does. I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, how did they get to that point? And it's like, you know, I, it, We'll probably talk about it more with Gabrus, um, so we'll, we'll just kind of tease it that way. But you know, I, that is a concern that you have as you get older, and and you you want to, you know, especially for guys like me, to be honest, who have gotten into that fitness shape, the best physical place in their lives later in life, and you want to hold on to it for as long as you can. Now, yeah, oh yeah, and you feel, I, I mean, it's not like I feel guilty for not having it before, but there's a part of me that is just like. Man, I wish I would have slapped myself in the face, a younger version of myself, and just said, you know, stick to it and get healthy earlier, just so that I would naturally be healthier. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, because there's the there's the health and there's how you feel, but seeing, being able to see the work that you put in is yeah. an incredible motivator. I mean, you talked about as a kid going to the gym and not being really being able to see what you were doing. You know, you just yeah. You do the stuff, you maybe get sore, but it wasn't like you were seeing like, oh, I'm seeing some definition pop. So yeah. You just fell off. But man, being able to see the work that you put in, huge fucking motivator. Huge, That yeah. keeps you showing up, man. Definitely. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you know, d- doing some hormone replacement therapy so that it guarantees that you see the work you put in. I see how how alluring that would be. Sure. Alluring. Alluring? Alluring. 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 Uh, who do you think? Who do you think is a uh, inspiration for women? Who do you think is a big inspiration? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, it's it's that thing of like, are. I mean, they people, look at are, somebody are, well built, like a yeah. CrossFit athlete, or are they look at somebody who just has like really skinny arms, right? Are like, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what the general, you know, mentality is when it comes to. Fitness? Are are you looking at are you looking at um, inspiration for fitness? Or are you looking at inspiration for beauty? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I feel like think- for, for guys, I mean, because we are guys, this is what we're looking at is we're looking at physique as being part of, you know, um, attractiveness. Yeah, yeah, attractiveness. You know, we're not looking. You know, it's like not so much about like what the guy's face looks like or you yeah. know, haircut is. It's more about like you know, are they ripped or, you know, are they a different kind of muscular than, you know, than you? And I feel like with women that, that changes, like, you know, like the 
classic thing to be said is like, well, I just don't want to be, you know, a, look like a bodybuilder or look like a man oh, if I totally. work out too much. And I, it's totally. like, okay, so then a CrossFit athlete, bulky, yeah, CrossFit athlete, they might not look at because they think that they are bulky, but for the most part, they're not. You know, or you know, you, an, are, an are athlete. Women, sorry, go ahead. I mean, uh, what was it? Oh, I was going to say, are women looking at Kim Kardashian and thinking like, wow, what a great body. Like, I wish my body could look like that. I don't know. Yeah. I bet you there's people that are listening to this that are going, yeah, that is. Rather than looking at, you know, are you looking at Serena Williams and, you know, as like a fantastic athlete and also a body type that you are striving to get or, you know, or uh, she's awesome. Yeah, she is awesome, you know. Uh, yeah, or yeah, you know. Let's let's see here. So, or do you want to be look like a beach volleyball athlete? You know what I mean? Guys are in great shape. Or like what? I I don't know. I I don't feel like it's as solid of a line as far as athletes because there's not you know, as far as I know, mainstream wise, it's not like there's a LeBron James. That you're like this person is physically fit, or um, or the Rock um, on the female scale of things, you know? Yeah, it's it, as far as a crossover star. I mean, there's definitely these kind of fitness women personalities that have sure. a million followers, but as far as like an international superstar, right? That's that you know is known for how hard they train. Um, yeah. Yeah. There really isn't. I mean, that's, you know, like there'd be people that were training for some things like Alison Brie for glow. Like she would do her workouts or, or, um, Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. Like she'd on Instagram show all her workouts. And I'm sure that that was inspiration for some, you know, but I don't know if it was like as hard hitting. Sure. She was an athlete that transitioned into, yeah, but she doesn't seem to post workout stuff. She doesn't now. post workouts now. No. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um. So it's you know it's it's not the same kind of yes yeah crossover. There's not a one for one. There's no. Not a, a one for one. That's interesting. That's you know fucked up. Because I but would think fucked up. I would think it would be a Serena Williams because she's just like a super athlete. She is, but but I'm 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 looking at like the rock standpoint. Somebody that like was in athletics that transitioned to you know mainstream entertainment in all aspects, but then also a huge part of his brand personality and image is his training and how hard he works out. Right. Yeah. So you see him. You see exercise on there. You see his workouts. He sells workout apparel. Yeah. You know. Serena, I'm trying to think of. I think she does some apparel stuff. She might yeah. do some workout stuff, but she doesn't have quite the. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe you know, like Kate Hudson has her own yoga line or whatever. But yeah, but I don't think of her as a workout freak. No. Uh, did have you have you tried any of her workout clothes? Fabletics. Is that what it is? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a good name. But, but uh, I would always, I would, I would also, um, you know. Um, Every time I would see a store, I'm like, ooh, I got to get myself a couple of Fabletics. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is they didn't make men's Fabletics for a while, and now they do. And I think Kevin Hart is like a spokesman for him. Shit. Hey, he's another one. Yeah. He's in fucking good shape, man. 
And it's not like he's going shirtless in movies or anything. He's no, like, no, he's, he's just in shape. shape to be in shape. Yeah, it's it's impressive. And and you know, he's still getting all the comedy roles where it's like not about him being in shape at all. He's just yeah. wearing regular men's clothing. I mean, toddler clothing or whatever he's considered. <laughs> but, you know, um but yeah, he's an inspiration of a of a guy. I I, I don't know. I feel like nowadays you just you There's don't just a lot of people in shape now. You don't you don't see the the big guy as often anymore. Yeah. It's 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 pretty um it's pretty weeded out yeah. to a certain extent. Um or that having to be a, a characteristic of a character that you would see in every sitcom or every show. And maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Big guy, yeah. Yeah. Schwarzenegger showing up on the I Love Lucy show. <laughs> Or like you know, like I don't, I don't. A movie like Twins couldn't come out now, yeah, because that's literally just a joke of what they look like. Yeah, nobody would care. Yeah, and it'd be inappropriate. It would. Look at the size of that guy's arms. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like a lot of the comedy. And look how small Danny DeVito is. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight is your night, bud. You named your cat Julius. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's my name. <laughs> what a great movie, though. I, I, I had a I had a fantasy that like uh like his Schwarzenegger's life and that where he gets raised on some beautiful island and he's just like exercises and is taught all this you know reads all this good literature and stuff and yeah yeah learns all this stuff. <laughs> you forget the first rule in the crisis situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. why is he so good? He's so uh, good. Yeah, I don't know. He just got it. He just got so, it. He somehow holds the screen. You know, I I was even watching some other, even the stuff that he does. It's not good. You watch it, and his even if his acting's off, like it's just his face holds the screen somehow. I don't know. It's some <laughs> kind of weird. What was not good? Oh, you know, I I mean, even the stuff that's not good, there's still some enjoyment. But like, I, you could you could argue that like, um. The Last Stand, you know, or End of Days. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, just some of his kind of action fare that didn't that didn't didn't fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. As big of an audience. End of Days. Yeah. The yeah. Six, six Day was another one, right? Where he's the clone. Do you remember that one? No. He gets like cloned. Yeah, and it's yeah. There's a lot of like I think that was the whole thing where it's like it would be amazing if there's not one me, but there's two me. Or even three me, you know. And it's like he's like talking to each other. They're like all talking to each other and shit. Oh my god! It's like I, mean, I think from like a Total Recall, he was just like where he had the two the hologram. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is a real Quaid? <laughs> it is. And then he like shoots the guy. <laughs> oh man! You, know, you remember what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. What a great movie that was. That movie was great though. Fuck yeah, dude! So that movie does it still hold up? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's so it's funny and weird too. Like the, yeah. the the cheesiness of it enriches it. But I was um I was not allowed to see that movie as a kid. I was allowed to see pretty much everything. My dad was <laughs> let me see whatever I wanted. They went and saw that because that's a hard R rating. It's very violent. Sure. And, uh, and so I remember my parents going to see the movie at the at the movie theaters, and then I stayed awake and I made my dad tell me everything about it. And I could tell he regretted not letting me see it. You know, it's just like too violent. I mean, people getting their arms ripped off and shit. So then that Christmas, they bought me the VHS tape of it. 
And this is like when VHS tapes weren't cheap. Like, yeah, uh, they became more mainstream. Like after Batman, I think Batman was like the movie that made it. They, they, they made it more marketable to buy VHS tapes. But my dad bought me that because he felt so guilty that he didn't let me watch this borderline X rated for violence movie, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Total recall. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I can still, you can still see that head explode. Yeah, dude. Or like he, when he's holding the guy's arms and they go up in the elevator and he rips the guy's arms oh, off. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah, that's a Paul Verhoeven movie. He did uh, RoboCop and Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, good with the weird violent stuff. You know, love it. Oh, I didn't realize he did Star Starship Troopers as well. Yeah, he's got the good flair for that kind of satire and uh, yeah, and skewering American, you know, ideology and all. That yeah, shit. crazy. Uh, but yeah, so you know. <laughs> Arnold, but yeah, that archetype of like this kind of crazy built guy is just kind of, it's not, first of all, it's not that unusual anymore. Sure. Second of all, there's not as much precedent put on size, you know, somebody just yeah. being really big. And you don't have to grab the guy from Austria anymore. Yeah. You can just yeah. find somebody here. Yeah. Kai Green is, uh, do you know him? Bodybuilding no. personality. Maybe that's not his last name. He has the dreadlocks. He's a super built guy. Like he's he was always in the running for Olympia. Oh, okay. Uh, never won. You may recognize him if you saw him, but he's like he's an actor and um an artist and he's trying to do more of that now, but he's he's got a crazy he's huge. I mean, he's Olympia size now, so 300 pounds yeah. lean, you know. But he's one of these guys that I'm seeing could maybe have some kind of career cuz he's just he's just, he's a strange in all the kind of best ways kind of Sure. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely not a motivate. Those guys don't motivate me to exercise. No, not, not at all. I just they like just them. They just look like monsters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in the same way of like wrestling. It's just like they they are a distant kind of like freak of nature that you're just like, oh, look at that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A uh, a sideshow. Yeah. Sideshow. Yeah. Sideshow. Sideshow. That's, that's not offensive, is it? Also, be a sideshow. Slideshow. That would be offensive. <laughs> you Just ever, someone did, who shows up for a second and then you move on to the next photo. Uh, yeah, clicking it with a remote. Yeah. Did you ever um, look at slides on, uh, in a microscope? Oh, yeah. What about a microfiche? You know those? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, you solved a lot of uh, crimes and stuff that I way. Did a, I did a lot of crime solving on a microfiche yeah. machine. Yeah. Zip, Looking at old newspaper shit. <laughs> Look what I found. Look what I found. They're all dead. Microfiche. That whole uh, high school is dead. Uh, so what? What? Wh who is it now? Like, what are you looking to do now? What's next for you for body wise? Um, I think I'm just like trying to s s get enough sleep. Yeah, and stay sustained. Like you know, stay maintain. Maintenance-wise right now. Sleep had to take a hit coming home, right? Sleep, Yeah, sleep took a huge hit coming home, and it has <laughs> taken a hit since the baby's been here since the end of July. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like even being away and getting more sleep, I've forgotten what that was like immediately. Yeah. How is young Alice sleeping these days? Good, good. You know, she's waking up a couple of times through the night, but nothing for too long, so Manageable. we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's just going to get harder once we start shooting again and everything. But hey, 
it, it's it's short. You know, it's the longest, shortest time or whatever. Yeah. So long days, short it. years. Yeah. Longest, shortest time. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's good. That works too. Yeah. Hey, babe. But it's all good, babes. You know, and I and and uh, you know, once this bike shows up, and I feel like yeah. I can get enough because it was weird that I did feel like even if I was able to work out for you know. 20 minutes 20 minute hit on that bike baby it, it did it it was enough for to sustain me for the day where you know i feel like i've been doing i've been so focused not on cardio like i've been so focused on just straight up um strength training where you know i'm i'm lifting heavier so that you know my my body is burning more calories through the day or whatever that i'm not used to getting that big sweat anymore yeah. And I haven't been doing Muay Thai in such a long time that, like, getting a sweat like that has really been exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. How, how's food been? Um, food was great when I was gone. And then as soon as I got home, you know. Also, we're in, you know, we're in candy times here oh, because of, um, of, of Halloween and everything. Halloween, and, Halloween. And, you know, it's hard to stay away from any of those tasty, you know, Candy, candy, give candy, uh, tiny miniatures. What what miniature gets you? Because you're not a crazy sweets guy. No, I want to know what's. So here's the weird thing, of course, but this also makes me feel like I'm an old man. I'll have an almond joy. Oh, those are good, dude. Because it's like I used to hate those. The boy, the boy, and and Trish (laughs) in that kind of multi pack thing is pulling out. You know the um, the Snickers. They're pulling out the M and M's. They're getting all these. So then there's a bunch of Almond Joys and a bunch yeah. of Butterfingers left over. Those are good, too. Don't mind either of those. But yeah. those, are, those are a lot more, you know, those are, those are more um, savory, I feel like, than sweet. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm with you. I used to not like Almond Joys at all. Like, yeah. I was like actively like, no, pass. Mounds, Almond Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wasn't even trying to do a bit there. That's yeah. just how it came out, folks. Uh, you know, I love Mounds. I love Amistad, the movie. <laughs> Underrated Spielberg joint. <laughs> Whitewash, make McConaughey the hero of a slave movie. Of course. Uh, but uh, Am and Joy, I like those now, dude. I, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking... I used to... I had a major coconut renaissance. You may not have. You may have been more into coconut as a youngster. Yes. But I, I wasn't. Now I am big time. You hear me? I'm happy that um coconut water has fallen back off because that was never good. No. Right? It's always a little dingy yeah. sweat sock tasting. To yeah. Me. It was never good. And, and I want the sugar. Especially if you're not especially if um if you're in there um and like most people, they're going no, no um what is what pulp? You got to have the pulp in there. If you're really going to do it, you might as well have the pulp in there. Get that pulp on board. Yeah, get that pulp, that pulp. That pulp, John Paul the second on board. You know what I mean? Give me that pulp friction, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm just I I've I don't have a huge sweet tooth, but when I do, it is for one of those dark dark chocolates with sea salt on it and almonds, like those real dark ones, like Dirk. eighty eighty five percent. You know. Get that Dark. Dirk Chocolat. 
get that, that Dirk. That Dirk Diggler chocolate. Dirk chocolate. Hey, <laughs> you ever have any Hue? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. H-U? Yeah, yeah, H-U. the paleo one. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the um, they've got the hunks like the gems that are like hunks. Use them for Very baking. Good. Yeah, and they also have some really good bars too. Their bars are great. Yeah, and you they're only, not cheap, but you they're only delicious. but you only need a piece, like a small piece. Yeah, yeah, totally. We got like the variety pack, and we'd have like just a little nibble on one each night or every yes. other night or something, and it yeah. was a fun little treat. It's like wine tasting or something. Yeah, I would. That's exactly Trish and I will definitely have that. Or something similar to that with like a glass of red wine every couple of days. Getting them flavonoids and catechines. Yeah, baby. Uh, but yeah, so it's good. You know, and that's that's the focus I have right now is just maintenance and uh, maybe uh, to lean out a little bit getting into the next season. So I've got like five weeks. And, go, you know, coming into the holidays, I know I'm going to eat heavy on the... Come you know, light. Yeah. Come into those holidays lights so that you can uh, have a little, little wiggle room, little protection, yeah, little wiggle room to piggle, <laughs> a little wiggle to pigs. Wiggle, you know what I'm saying? To pigs, so I can I do that. some wiggle, wiggle to pigs, wiggle to pigs, man. You got to make that time. Okay, well let's uh, let's we we can end it here, man. I feel like yeah. we, co- we we covered our basis. We teased Gabriel's coming up in the next episode or two. Um, Listen, we want to hear your Fitspiration inspiration yes. types. We need to get a lady in here to talk about there because I'm I'm curious as to the female perspective on this. Same, same, same. It's it been a, a minute since we had um, a female voice on here to um, to 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 let us know what the inspiration is. But you know, who knows who has been inspired out there in uh, the world of our podcast. But we can shout out some people out there who have already rated and reviewed us and given us some love, like JDG4999 calling us a blessing in disguise for our podcast. Um, Disguise. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how we disguised it. Disguised like some scumbags or something? I don't. I guess we disguised ourselves as like, uh, you know... um, it just a, a comedy podcast, and you know, they actually got uh, inspired. Um, Dan Steinberg, our boy who loves his grape sweatshirt. Wow. The, wow. And he's finally reviewed it. He's got to be a guest on the show because, you know, he's a trainer over there at Go Tribe, yeah. and he has a fitness journey as well. Um, that is the bottom of this grape. grape. That is also riddled with a bunch of, um, you know, he's a big, uh, you know, he's like a big... Um, He's into like Star Trek and like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Nerd. So he's a nerd. nerd. Yeah. He's a fitness nerd. It's cool to be a nerd. Yeah. So it's cool. So we should have him on. Um, also, Marky Lambie said that we have a great pod. Um, Nobody Important said that as a lifetime long term runner, um, it's been a fantastic find to listen to our podcast during that. Love that. Yeah. Um, but then I'll also. You are important. I will call out one person whose name is anonymous said um, that our podcast is dumb because he doesn't care about my dumb baby, <laughs> which I think is <laughs> probably, you know, this is not Gabrus's podcast where he calls out everybody who's given him one star, but man, that shit is funny to me. So I don't know if that, I don't know if that was um, on purpose to get uh, something out of me, but man, that made me laugh real hard. <laughs> For 
you to call this dub um, because you don't care about my baby. This is from August of 2020. Um, <laughs> when was she born? <laughs> like the week prior to that. <laughs> <laughs> so unless unless right. that was unless that was Trish or unless you did that or unless Gabriel did it. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways. Hey man, that you know what that just what what that says to me is that if you get trolls, man, you're in a good place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are listening. You know, when you first start, it's literally only people that like what you're doing sure. and everything that you're doing. So, to yeah. get to get some hate feels good. Hey man, and to hate Alice for only being a week old is huge. Yeah. So that's wow, Alice. Alice, give me that. rising above the haters, Alice. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, you I'm, know. Look, listen, if it's between Anonymous or Alice, I'm hanging out with Alice. Sure. I'm same. team Alice all the way. And this person seems like a wonderful person. I mean, you can sure. just tell by this post that they're, yeah, yeah. they have a lot of charms and they're classy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but, you know, hey, if you have something positive to say or even negative to say, <laughs> Still give us five stars and say something funny like that. Yeah. Um, hey, man, so, we'll take the review. So please rate, review, um, subscribe to our podcast. Let other people know that you love the podcast and um, are inspired by it. And if people need inspiration in this time, you know, to get fit, and if this has done that for you, like, yeah, spread the love. Um, if you need to reach us or would like to reach us, um, or tell us who your fitness inspiration is or was growing your up. Your hero. Yeah, let your us hero. know. Your hero. Let us know. Hit us up at the dumbbells on all social media or email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero and Alice Cordero, mm-hmm. uh, the dumbbells, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Yeah. That was a HeadGum Podcast.